Hey, welcome to Soul Story, a Through the Breach actual play podcast set in the world of Malifaux. Today, I'm joined by... Moose, playing Felix. Hello, I'm Spencer. I'm playing Jared. I'm Logan. I play Rosa. I'm Alex, your Fate Master today, and we are joined with a guest. Meow. If you'd like to introduce yourself. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm Brandy. Hi, Brandy. So, with our guest, I am just going to jump right in. We are starting with a nice little one-on-one with Miss Brandy. I'm ready. Now's a good time to tell me about your character. My character? Mm -hmm. Um, Her name is Rowan Elwyn. Uh, She is the madam and proprietress of the Three Sisters brothel. She's actually Alice's oldest sister. They have a third sister named Briar, who went missing about six months ago. But they know that she's alive-ish and okay, because they sent Rowan a weird little, like, enormously fat cat ghost named Simon. Where does Simon usually hang out? Simon usually hangs out in Rowan's bedroom. Wait, so what are we playing right now? Are you playing Sabrina? No! (laughs) Where does he hang out? In Rowan's bedroom. Okay. So you Sabrina? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Just Newell, making sure. I need to get Simon. I need to get him. Oh, he needs to be my ghost cat. Bitch, no! <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm a ghost. <laughs> uh, uh, what does Rowan do? What does Rowan do? What's like her hobbies? What's her job? What does she do? Okay, well, as the madam of the three sisters, it's kind of her job to be the head of the business she does all the books. She makes sure that all the girls are, like, relatively clean and disease-free. <laughs> um, she's more handsome than beautiful. She's not really... <laughs> Alice got all the looks in the family. Um, she's got a big cloud of curly red hair. Think Merida, but, like, in a ponytail okay. in the back. Um, she's, she's pretty buxom and voluptuous. She's not not skinny or not fat. She's kind of in the middle. I'm trying to remember. Is there? I'm forgetting. Were you looking for something specific? No, I just wanted a general description because you know, eventually, obviously, we'll have fan art. Oh yeah, <gasps> bright green eyes as well. Draw me. I'm not gonna say what night it is specifically, but it's within the same week that all those shenanigans I've been having with our faded. You are out. Feeding your street urchin orphans. Right. How many orphans usually come around? Mm, usually five or six. Okay. So you have quite the crowd. They're on the stoop. Mm-hmm. They're laughing, enjoying themselves. And down the street, you see a woman walking. She's barefooted. Mm-hmm. And she seems, I think the best phrase would be moon child. Just kind of looking around pretty mellow, maybe a little dazed. It's just not that she's confused. It's just that she isn't all there. It's almost hard to see her, though, because her skin is so dark, her clothes are so dark, and her clothes are weird, too. They're not... It's not something your girls would wear. Maybe something Burlesque would wear, but at the same time, no, because it's not fancy enough. There's not enough pizzazz. Mm -hmm. She has dreadlocks, and they're black, and some of them are purple. She has a... It looks like a bird's head. <laughs> so like Necklace. a high-end type that goes to Burning Man. Yes. Got yes, it. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, my brother goes to Burning Man. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so you notice her walking by, and she's walking pretty slow. Um, doesn't seem to know where she's at, but doesn't seem to have an issue with the fact that she's lost. But she does stand out. You've never seen her before. You have taken girls who have not made it at the Star Theater before. Mm-hmm. The dropouts, the fired. It is known that you are a good home for these women. But again, you're just you're not quite sure. She doesn't seem Star Theater quality for some reason. There's just something about her. I have to put a pin here. Yeah. Colette is an angel. <laughs> Do not say anything negative about her. I'm not. I'm just saying she has a high, intense process to be a fucking star there. Leave my lady alone. I, I try. I like Colette too, goddammit. <laughs> okay. I'll leave it up to you. How would you like to interact? Do I get any sort of vibe off of her? There's no, like, energy vibe. But that's not something you usually pick up on. Unless, like, you see someone using magic. And then you'd be like, oh, hey, magic user. <laughs> Besides that, it just... It's kind of the same way you, you feel when you see a, a traveling caravan or traveling circus that there's that kind of excitement and mystery of it all or going into a fortune teller's tent like there's a mystery about her that you can't quite place so i would probably go in like look out into the street and welcome her hi are you lost can i help you the moment you hi like it barely leaves your lips she stops mid-step and looks at you she has these white iris for eyes they're very striking. Oh, damn. They're not... It's not that she's blind. It's just that literally her irises are white. Spooky. I think the minute I see those, I'm like, Okay, kids. Fuck out. <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> Time to go. And she smiles. She doesn't say anything, but she does turn gracefully to face you. And she gives you this smile. It's hollow in a way. Not forced. It's just It's like it's a weird expression for her. So, like, it's on her face, but not in her eyes. Yeah. Okay, got it. Not saying anything, she takes another step towards you. Like, kind of testing to see if you're still willing to offer some sort of help. I can probably give you directions if you need. Are you looking to find something specific? She shakes her head slowly. And you see, again, this this, this garb that she's wearing is very revealing. Tribal, more in nature. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that even though it's summer, she's still shivering. And she motions to her arms like, hey, I'm cold. And as she gets closer to you, you hear that faint rumbling of a tummy that hasn't eaten in a while. Ah. Instantly, the maternal instincts kick in for Rowan. And she's like, oh, well, if you're hungry and cold, there's extra food in the kitchen. Why don't you just come in this back way? There's a hot fire, too. Promise we won't make you into a meat pie. (laughs) (laughs) She nods again and enters, kind of drifting past you at this point. It's a weird... It's just, it's distant. Even though she's so close, it, she might as well be miles away from you, just with how often the clouds her head is. And as she enters, even though your girls are entertaining, they take, like, one look at her and start moving their johns to, like, other places. And it's just splitting the sea. <laughs> she reaches down to grab a bowl just off the table, and she moves to the fire. It stands, like, weirdly close to the fire as she starts to take her first bite. And then she looks back at you, doing to see if you, like, what you do next. Probably as I'm watching her do this, I'm, like, pulling my best girl aside <laughs> and, like, hide the good shit. <laughs> and then I grab my, my like, Madam Kane. <laughs> and while I have it in my hand and, like, she turns back to look at me, I just kind of give her a smile and a nod. 
both curious and suspicious. I'm curpicious. Curpicious? I like it. I feel like I would be in the room doing, like, sundry things because I feel like I should keep an eye on her. So I'm there, but I'm not 100% focused. You never feel her eyes leave you. No matter where you go, she kind of moves her body, and she's eating. But it's like, how would a human eat? (laughs) 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 It's weird and slow and technically correct. (laughs) But again, it's just so off. And But she continues to watch you, and it looks like she's mumbling something, but it's not audible enough. And then she kind of giggles a little bit, and the few girls that are even remotely close to her look at each other and start like pushing away further. It is a visible birth that they're giving her. How rude. They're giving birth? So many birthings. Right in Gross. the living room. <laughs> <laughs> smells to awful. this person. <laughs> I think I would probably hook eyes with one of the girls that are in the room, like, make meaningful eye contact with them, (laughs) and just kind of, like, jerk my head towards the stairs to be like, I might get the fuck out. I might have fucked up inviting her in here. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even have to do much. They make the eye contact, like, now that you've given permission, poof! God, it is a cartoon cloud and a skedaddle. Girls who have johns find a room. Girls that don't find a room they clear out as quick as possible they are all clearly uncomfortable anyways and she keeps looking at you and that smile is still there and it's like she didn't even register that everyone just left gross you're gonna die are we gonna make out you might anything's possible hey whoa <laughs> come on <laughs> um i would kind of put both hands on my little madam came <laughs> and just like still be relaxed but ready to bop her a good one <laughs> I mean, so, like I actually have a legitimate question though because mm-hmm. you said madam came mm-hmm. is there a so it's like pimp a pimp cane, cane for ladies. yeah but for, but for females yeah okay so yeah I use it as a quarter staff and to like beat the crap out of people that displease me is it fancy or is it just like a wooden cane it's got like maybe a marble sphere on the top of it she's definitely used it to bean Al once or twice this woman she's throwing off crazy vibes sure but not threatening vibes she's not seeming violent just what an odd duck ah uh, okay so she still is kind of mumbling to herself it's still hard to hear with the distance I might walk like a little bit closer like half the distance that I was but still not close enough for her to touch me Mm -hmm. definitely within bopping distance once you're close enough she puts the the bowl aside in the fire and just throws it (laughs) no it's like she just kind of puts it on the first surface so probably even like the fire mantle and she giggles some more (laughs) Oh, you're missing somebody. (laughs) Nope, story ended. (laughs) Good game, guys. (laughs) With the freedom of the room and with no one else there, she becomes... She's moving again, but much less in the clouds, much more with purpose. She tracks your mantle for dust and kind of rubs her fingers. Bitch. (laughs) I can tell you where your sister's at. No. Do you know my sister's name? No, but her presence is missing. There's just something not quite right here. Um, I would probably 
ask what's the catch. Catch? You don't look like the type that's going to help me with not anything in return. Think of it as a return to favor for the food and the warmth. What do I need to do? Wait. I just need to wait? Just need to wait. I'll send you a note when the time's right. I think you should go. All right, I suppose. At this point, drifts and like approaches you, non-threatening. And you have this moment she's, she's taller than you. Where she leans down and just plants the softest, most maternal kiss on your forehead. Ugh. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you soon. And she just leaves. Why are you creepy? God. <laughs> just gonna wipe the puddle of pee. Pee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Alright. Unexpected lady. turn there. Uh, as you're sitting there, give me a scrutiny check. Scrutinize me. So six and four is a ten of crows. Damn. Wonderful. And you have this light bulb moment. You have seen her face before. It's on missing posters. It's the Winifred Gibson girl. Oh, shit. Wait, come back. Winifred Gibson girl, you know, has white hair. And is very prim and proper and shy and modest. Like, not anything like this woman you just met. So, you could think... Maybe it's her rebellious face. Her parents are dead. Poor lamb. Of course she's going to lash out. Act all ridiculous. Hot. But maybe that isn't Winfred. Maybe it's her evil twin. Ah! <laughs> dun, dun, dun. The next day, bright and early in the morning as you're eating breakfast, a messenger boy comes around with a small package. It is, you know, the brown paper twine with string. Mm-hmm. Well, first I would probably give the delivery boy like a tip. That's just what Rowan does. Okay. Gives him some money and sends one away. Okay. So generous. Um, I would probably set it on the table and like poke at it first. Just to be like, okay, <laughs> is it gonna bite me? Then I would probably untie it. It bites you. Wait, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Am I by myself or am I in a room full of people? It's morning so there's some of your girls are down there but it's not like crowded are they paying attention to me nah not unless you're requiring their attention for some reason they're kind of going about their morning routine i would probably take it to my room and open it okay so simon's watching <gasps> simon is there simon is always watching. so when i walk in he like does the big fat cat yoga stretch oh <laughs> what a cutie Hi, Mom. He jumps down and rubs your leg. As you open it, it is a silver brush. <gasps> no! That happened earlier. That was mine. <laughs> I feel like that's bad. And there's a note. Do you read the note? Can you read the note? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can read. It says, Lovely. Wait for the doctor. I just know you're going to like him. Yours, Delilah.
Hey there, gorgeous. Thanks for listening to us today. And if you like this episode, why don't you go ahead and subscribe? Might as well rate and review us while you're at it. Now, if you're looking for updates, you can find us at soulstorypod.com. In case you were looking to stay in touch, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at soulstorypod. Now, if you wanted to keep in touch with all of us folks personally, you can find us on Twitter. You can find Moose at Mooseyfo, Spencer at Spare Bear the Meek, <laughs> the lovely man who plays yours truly, Albert Long, at Hot Bam with three M's, Logan at KOTL of the Light, and Alex at Roll for Alex. And as always, I'm your Huckleberry.